Welcome to the Sunflower Conversations, where we explore the hidden disability sunflower and its role in supporting people with hidden disabilities. I'm Chantal and joining me today on the Sunflower Conversations is Patrick Fockmer and today we're going to be discussing barriers faced and ex what his experience has been like whilst trying to gain employment. Patrick, thanks for joining me today, how are you? Thank you very much, I'm good thanks, how are you? I'm good, it's really nice to be together in a physical presence rather than recording uh, via Zoom, so it's very exciting for me. Can you explain what neurodiversity means to you and how you see the world? I think to me, neurodiversity um, just means that the way you think is slightly different, uh, just wired slightly differently um, than uh, everyone else around you. And this can be sometimes obvious, uh, sometimes it can be completely hidden, um, but there's a lot going on inside. It's like a puzzle that I'm trying to solve. Uh, so it, it could be in the middle of a conversation. I'm like, okay, maintain eye contact. You know, that's that's a thing normal people do, but not too much eye contact. You know, look away sometimes. And so I'm not actually listening to what someone's saying because I've got all these things trying to sort of reprogram uh, my behaviour and the stuff that seems natural to seem more normal and to fit in. So yeah. It's that's sort of what's going on on the inside. Do you remember when you realised, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be looking at this person's face? Do you remember how those um, neurotypical um, actions became a feeling that you thought you must do? I, I mean, I kind of took it as a challenge. Like, I mean, my mum would always tell me, like, oh, look at me when I'm talking to you. Um, and then it was also like teachers um, and stuff. So, and then I was like, okay, this is a thing that I'm doing because I have Asperger's. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take it as a challenge to try and, you know, see, see whether I can do it, see yeah. whether I can um, sort of appear more normal and appear less sort of rude. Because I think a lot of people, if I'm talking the whole time looking like this, which may be more comfortable for me, yes. it's not so good um, for, for, for the person that I'm talking to. It sort of makes you feel, uh, seem disengaged and not interested and more likely to sort of um, turn away or talk to someone else, you know. In a it's a direct situation. opposite behaviour of neurotypical brain to exactly. neurodiverse brain, isn't it? Exactly. Not, it? Neither one is, is, it's your normal, doesn't mean it's not normal. Yes. Um, so that's a very important distinction to make here. Yeah. Um, and I think that by having these conversations, it will help others who have neurotypical brains realise that this person isn't not engaged with what I'm saying. Yes. Um, so, okay, well, thanks for explaining that. And um, you went to university. What did you study? And does whatever your so chosen subject was, do you think you chose that because it leans towards your neurodiverse brain? Yeah, absolutely. So I studied maths at university, which is a classic for people on the spectrum. Um, and yeah, I, I, it wasn't that I particularly enjoyed maths at school. Um, it was just I did barely any work for it and was getting A's. Really? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, it's just, you know, it, all, all these things, they come with benefits and they come with sort of things that are not so good. 
Um, and one of the benefits is that maths just makes sense to someone with my brain uh, in a way that it doesn't for neurotypical people. I, I have a very sort of single-minded focus, mm-hmm. which means I get sort of really into something, but can only really focus on that one thing, which meant like having all of these different exams and being able to sort of, you know, give them all equal time, yes. equal effort was really challenging. So what accommodations, if any, were made for you uh, during your time at university? So, irritatingly, there were things offered to me that I didn't take. Um, just, I guess, because of my own stubbornness at the time. Like, I, when I was younger, I really wanted to just be normal. Like, I was just, you know, I wouldn't tell anyone that I'd um, mm. have a disability. I wouldn't tell anyone that I had a disability. I was like, no, I'm normal. I can do this, you know, I can... Uh, I can do it, and but it's just yeah. I guess the effort over over time is just is just too much. Um, so you, if you make people aware of it, it's so much easier to just be yourself and be comfortable. That's with hindsight, though, right? Because obviously you're young and you're growing up, <laughs> yes. and everybody wants to just. No one wants to stand out, whether it's with your clothing or how you yeah. view the world or your choice of. I know pop star. Yeah, you know, you, you we kind of we band together like sheep in a sense. So you're not, you're not to blame for how you why you felt like that. If you had have been more accepting, do you have you got some examples of what accommodations you could have had? Yeah. So I, I did get some things that um, I got some extra time in exams, which was sort of the uh, as much as I was willing to get. But there there were there were other things like I could have taken. Uh, the exam in the isolated space, I could have... Um, so uh, you have some advice for anybody else who's, you know, starting out at university, presumably... Get, get the help. Just yeah. don't, 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 you know, die on the sword unnecessarily for, you know, it's, it's not it's not worth it. Like, the, the help is out there. Um, go get it. You've, you've left university, you've completed just your course... What support was offered, uh, if any, to you about that? Okay, what comes next in the sort of four or five years after um, graduating from that? I was like doing a little bit of maths tutoring, uh, a little bit of tennis coaching, um, but in terms of actually getting a full time job, that was that was really challenging. I did get some help from Oxford County Council, so for a year. Had someone had tried to help me to get a job, mm. and that was a whole year. And it was only it was actually after I'd finished my year with him where he failed to get me a job or or anything like that. But I then um, just you know through a friend of my mum who's who happened to be the mother of the CEO at Hable, just sort of got me a casual chat with uh, with the CEO Mark, um, which because I thought oh it's just a casual chat. I treated as such and therefore I wasn't sort of nervous or trying to be someone I wasn't in an interview yeah. or something like that. So since you've started employment, what accommodations or adjustments have been made? Because I'm working remotely, a lot of the actual working conditions are stuff that I can control myself. But the one thing I would say that Hable has allowed me to do is work sort of in my own way. When I work at home, so I'm completely in the dark. So I have these blinds completely across and I curtains across and I'm basically the only light is coming from my screen. Yes. And that's that's how I focus best is when I don't have white light around me. This is typical to people on the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, they love that sort of dark uh, working environment. The biggest hurdle at the beginning when starting to apply for jobs is just writing out your application forms. Um, 
or, or writing your CV. So, you know, really make an effort to talk to people, get help, find other people who know how to write these forms, how to write a CV, make sure that you just, you know, really try and sell yourself as well as possible. Patrick, thank you so much for your time to uh, record with us today. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for joining the Sunflower Conversations podcast. Remember to hit subscribe. If you'd like to share your sunflower story or conversation, please email conversations at hiddendisabilitystore.com. Find out more about us or listen to this recording again by checking out our insights page at hiddendisabilitystore.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. Please help, have patience and show kindness to others and join us again soon. Making the invisible visible with the hidden disability sunflower.